everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you ring bearers listen to. And this week, life is strange. Well, I mean, you know, it has been for like the last like two years or so. I mean, you know, it's, it's been a while. But this week, it's a game. The news is splintering. And finally, we're awarding our favorite moments from the Game Awards. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey, everyone. What up? It is, uh, it is that time. Welcome back, Hassel. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. Uh, so what's going on with you guys? I don't know. You know, we're just, just doing a podcast yeah. like we normally do. You know, talking about mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. Having what, a good time. Oh, what about you? Yeah. Man, yeah, video games you? are so cool. I mean, so cool. They're like <laughs> yeah. the coolest. Like um, I, I I do have a little bit of a story to go ahead and tell you guys. It's a quick thirty seconds. Here we go. Okay, hit us. Uh, I walked into a comic book store, which is about seven minutes from my house. This uh, over the past couple of days, and I found that there is a Witcher comic book series. That's right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did you not know, buy it, any and of them. Good. And, yeah, and Witcher, <laughs> the not, thing that you are a professor at. You're right. Exactly. Like, so I I I. Felt like I needed to go ahead and buy those, but my order from Moe's was ready, so I couldn't really spend the time to see which ones I needed. <laughs> and and you, can't uh, get, you can't let that quesadilla get cold. No. Well, yeah, exactly. You can't have a quesadilla. Get out of here, bro. Oh. <laughs> Just walk right out the door well, right now. I'm leaving again. <laughs> at, at the time that we're recording this podcast, the Witcher television series comes out tomorrow. Oh, that means two. it's... It's out to you Ooh. listeners right now. Yes. You already know what yeah. happened. Stop listening to this. Go watch that and then come back. And <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Happens. Hang on a second. Hang on. No. Finish listening to this. Then go watch <laughs> it. Yeah. No, it's like totally like go watch the Witcher. Like, we'll be here. We'll be here. And then forward all your questions to Hassel, who is our right. bona fide yeah. Witcher expert. Right, Hassel? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and send all your questions to Hassel, MV, as in Victor, at witcher.edu. <laughs> At .edu. Witcher.edu. <laughs> you, you sprung for the .edu, man. Hassel, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to have you publicly admit that you know nothing about The Witcher on this podcast. What are you talking I'm about? I'm going to get you. I'm telling you. Only reason right why only reason why I had to go with a .edu is because the .gov was already taken. We're going to do this bit for long enough that Hassel's <laughs> just going to, through osmosis, be an expert at The Witcher. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. Everyone knows a ghoul and an a-ghoul art. Oh, no. He's like, actually, Troy, in the school of the earth sign, it's like this. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> That's the wrong sigil. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, guys. But not today, apparently. Not, not today. <laughs> no, definitely not today. Uh, but you know what it is today? What a is question today? that has yes. been given to us by Rhythm Bastard. Ooh, he's Yay. the person who made our theme song. He is. Ooh. That sweet <laughs> song at the very beginning of this podcast episode. And he asks, what is the most niche reason you've ever bought a video game? Ooh, does, so he, like, get, does he give an example? Yeah, so like his example was uh, he bought Saints Row 1. Because it had a Aquabats song on it, nice. and he just wanted to specifically support that band <laughs> and That's listen perfect. to it while playing a video game. And you know what? That song mm-hmm. may be the best part of Saints Row One. One, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not re- that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> uh, I think it might have been 2017. Mine's kind of recent. Okay. Uh, Tekken Seven Faded Retribution came out. Like I think regular Tekken Seven was out two years earlier. Anyway, this was like the home version of it, not the arcade. And I am kind of done with Tekken. I used to play a lot, uh, a lot of it as a kid with friends, but I don't really have anyone who plays Tekken anymore, so I don't buy them. Yeah. This one, however, for this home version, said that if you buy this, there's a way to unlock all of the old cutscenes, like the ending cutscenes from Tekken 2, Tekken 1, Tekken 3, all the games that I kind of grew up with, uh-huh. and, and you could watch them through this game. Now, this is 2017. I could just go on YouTube and watch <laughs> any of these cutscenes, but something about sitting and playing Tekken to unlock those was enough for me to purchase this like fully priced game. <laughs> and just all I did was just whatever I had to to watch these horrible old CGI late 90s cutscenes. And I loved every single second of it. And the rest of the game, I don't even know. I don't even know. It, I bought it just for those dumb cutscenes that I could get literally anywhere else. But it was worth it, though. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I was so into it. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joe? I am having a very hard time thinking of one game. Because that's most of your games that you Almost buy. every game I play, <laughs> there is some stupid thing that I saw, and I'm like, well, I'm going to play that. Like, like Forza is a great example. I had no interest, really. I don't really care. I love, don't get me wrong, I love racing games, but I just can't, you know, whatever racing game it is. It's also and an then, Xbox game as well. And you're like, eh, we don't like, have yeah, Xbox. We never, yeah, and yeah. then there was pinatas. And you smashed the pinatas with your car and they exploded. And there was confetti all around your car. And then you hit another pinata with your car. And it was done. So I, that's that's the most recent one that I can think <laughs> that of. That wasn't just a game. That was a console. That was a console. You bought that because was, of pinatas. That was buying because you could smash pinatas with a car that came in Forza and Horizon 5 and Game Pass. Since then, have you been able to smash <laughs> Oh my Pinatas god, it's so cars. fun. Fantastic. I, I finally <laughs> got to, to, to do the first round of that, I think like a week and a half in. I figured out which arcade mode it was. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. wreckage for all of you out there that like to smash pinatas with cars. It's the arcade wreckage. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. So mine mine is just gonna make me sound like a garbage human, but I'm okay with that at this point. Because we all are. It's so fine. Right, yeah. It's essentially what this podcast has come down to, just Hassel's <laughs> garbage human fun time hour. Uh, by the way, uh, witcher.edu is actually taken, so I I just purchased witcher.tech. Okay. So we'll see where that goes. Yo, uh, that's good. Yeah. It's like only witcher doing, like, tech help. Uh, yeah. It was only $4, so I, c- I couldn't pass up the idea. Henry's um, good at the... He built tr- a PC. He could probably answer a few tech questions. Have you tried turning yeah. it off and on again? Have you... <laughs> Uh, have you have you tried witchering? Because uh, I'm assuming that's what the witcher does. But anyway, okay, so back to the question. Um, so for me, um, it was about a month, maybe a month and a half after my 18th birthday. And I used to go to school across the street from a GameStop. So my, my process after school was to go to the GameStop and see if they had anything in the used section that I could purchase or anything like that. And just kind of like hang out there for like a half hour. Um I didn't realize that this was around the time where Grand Theft Auto San Andreas came out. Okay. Uh, so I'm there, and I'm, like, paying out, and it just came out, and there was one copy of the game left. I had no intention of purchasing this game. I was like, hey, I'm going to wait until, like, I could have the guide and stuff like that. They didn't have the guide available. So I, will, I had no intention to play this game, but there was this kid inside the store who I absolutely did not like. Like, 
I'm talking about one of those, those annoying kids, but he wasn't able to buy it because he wasn't 18, so he was waiting for his mom to come so that he can purchase the game. So I bought it. <laughs> That's a pretty uh, niche you, reason. You, you found one of the best reasons to buy a game. Spite. Spite, yeah. Yeah, and just full-on spite and revenge. And you know what? I don't, you I don't that re- kid a lesson in the long run. Yeah, uh, to be 100% honest with you, I have no is, idea. But... I don't remember what that kid did. <laughs> but I just, I just, I, I knew that at that time, I just needed to turn his whole world upside down. He's probably like yeah, a doctor. Yeah. I bet like he remembers somewhere. what you did, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this kid's that probably kid like the- living the life. He's probably like super into like cryptocurrencies, like making a lot of money or something. And then, you yeah. know. <laughs> You're actually his villain origin story, Hassel. Probably, yeah. yeah. It could Dang. be. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know what it is, what it is. Uh, for myself, actually. It's actually also a Saints Row game, but it's Saints Row 4. And with Saints Row 4, um, I was not that I was tired of the Saints Row, but I was also already playing a whole bunch of other open world games, those types of things. And I was like, all right, I think I'm kind of done uh, with this type of uh, with this type of genre for right now. And then they, they came out and it had a dubstep gun in it, <laughs> which you could dance your enemies such to a, death. Such a dumb gun. Such a dumb gun. <laughs> and I remember seeing that and looking at Joe and going, we need that. We, <laughs> we, we yeah. need that, Joe. Yes. It's the right, that's the right answer. We, it's we the right answer, it. Brian. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, I, so we bought the game and <laughs> yeah. uh, had a dubstep gun in it. And the whole game is just one big dubstep gun. It is. Itself. <laughs> it, and it was also completely worth it. Yeah. <laughs> that game was ridiculously amazing yeah. <laughs> and ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that game's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was it. And I, I think we actually bought the edition that came with the dubstep gun. I believe that's correct. Yes. You had to. Yeah. How could you we not? We did. Yeah. We did. We bought the right. edition. Yeah, there's no other version, in my opinion. No. <laughs> uh, and then what about you, Amanda? I don't know if I have like like a very niche example. Okay. Uh, not that I have profound reasons to purchase every <laughs> video game I play, but um, I don't know. The only the, the closest thing I can think of is is uh, my favorite type of impulse buy for a video game is I used to went back in the heyday of GameStop, go to GameStop and go through like the two dollar bin and Classic. look for B video games and just be like, yep. I don't know, that's a dragon. I don't know, I'll buy that. <laughs> uh, this one's got uh, the armor of that guy looks cool and it says RPG on the back. I'll buy that one. <laughs> so that's probably is that a potato sold. The thinnest reason to purchase video games, but also that's how I found uh, a spider. Is that's I just how you picked find up out my flame in like a like a two dollar bin and it was amazing. So. So, I mean, impulse buys are sometimes good buys. Yeah. Your niche reason was uh, cheap. Well, yeah, c- kind of. Hey, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> that's a I good reason. No, 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 no. I didn't buy it because it was cheap. Okay. I bought it because it they're normally just like dragon or witch or pretty color. or <laughs> like they're, all like, they're all visual box related reasons. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's hard to do that anymore. GameStop doesn't really have like the... Oh, the bits I mean, they, yeah, I haven't been to a GameStop in years. I couldn't even tell you. Having just gone Christmas shopping with my mother, who doesn't oh. really understand digital content, we went into a GameStop. Okay. And it was just like, oh, like my uh, very short story. So my, my, my nieces have a Switch. And I was like, well, just get them a, like a discount game. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Like, the oldest one's nine. So it's, uh, just buy them a bunch of junk. They don't care. Uh, and we went in there. And I think the cheapest game was like $35. And I was like, wow. Jeez. It, and it was used, too. And it was like, this isn't a good game. That's I would pay 35 bucks for this. That's also specifically because it is a Nintendo game. Nintendo does not discount their games at it, all. It wasn't, it wasn't made by Nintendo. Yeah. And to be honest, I could get a 
game on the Switch um, you can, yeah, for yeah. like yeah. five bucks no, or you're ten right. bucks. Yeah, 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 fair. So it's like, why can't I just, yeah, yeah. I mean, for a, a brick and mortar store that didn't do it excellent, it wasn't a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, but thank you so much. Rhythm Bastard for that question. If you would like your question answered, please let us know in the Discord. That's right. And, and also make sure to check out Rhythm Bastard online on Twitter, Instagram. He's at Rhythm Bastard. Awesome dude. On Twitch as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Bandcamp. And Bandcamp. Yeah, good guy. Good mm-hmm. music. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As you know, because you listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and now that brings us to our next segment, which is Troy, what are you playing? Um, I got a question for you all. Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, I started with the question, but sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to question right you, back right, at fine. you. I see how it is. <laughs> Let me know if you... Wow, I can't... <laughs> I have this all this, uh, this are you ready to rumble thing, but I can't find a good segue into it now that I've gone down this bit. <laughs> no, so, um, no, you got to do it now. Yeah, I do. I just have to do it. Are you ready to empathize? That was it. All right. Anyway, I played Life is Strange True Colors. And this is a narrative adventure that came out this year. I don't know. Probably like September. Made by the fine folks at Deck Nine Games. Let me slide the premise at you all. You play as Alex Chen, an early 20-something woman who is trying to reconnect with her estranged older brother in this sleepy, old-timey Colorado mountain town. And Ooh. I got to tell you, the town's a little more progressive than you think, Hassel. They got like a full-on bong shop in here. Whoa. Yeah. What? Full-on. Like, it is. Yeah, they're, Wait, it's Colorado. He did say Colorado. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's just... <laughs> 420 blazer? You, you can't have a game nowadays without that. They don't even have that. to pretend that they're water pipes. Yeah. It's like right next to the flower shop. Like, with the old lady, like, grandma flower shop. And well, then it's just like, bongs are us. Uh, for a really second. For a old... second. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say the old lady was running the bong shop. <laughs> I'm so for that. I called it a flower shop. She's okay. growing something I in really like that you said bongs are us because I immediately went to... To Animal Crossing in my collection of the water, like gyroid. Oh. They look like little balls. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it's actually just a it's a vase shop that they uh, that they you know, <laughs> turn into it. That's what they're telling the lady next door. Yeah, there's just a bunch of vases, the Mrs. Vases, yeah. yeah, Mrs. Sally. Oh, if you these roses would look really good in one of those vases that they sell next door. The what? The vases that they sell next door. They have such a nice aroma from that, those nice neighbors. I mean, it'll never work though because there's holes in the side. I don't know <laughs> what they were thinking. Must be for water. Yeah, they should really get more sleep over there. They're yeah. always walking around all red-eyed. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so this this whole town's pretty cool. The game is all about you kind of milling about this town, meeting the locals, getting to know. You're new to town, so you're um, yeah, you're just kind of yeah, get learning learning everyone, learning the places, learning the dives. I'm not going to spoil uh, any story stuff. This is a, a huge story-driven game that has, uh, as light and fun as it sounds, does have a pretty dark, mysterious plot that kind of underscores it all, and I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil anything, so I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, you're basically this kid who grew up in foster care and is just trying to find a place that she can call home. Yeah. Aren't we all? Um, Aren't we all? How many times did you cry in the process of Okay, this listen, listen, Hassel. Okay, this, <laughs> this game this game comes for your feels, Okay. This okay. is a game. It's like all these games, all the Life is Strange, the whole franchise. There's like three or four of them in, in, with this title. They are all like like these emotion panthers who are just like hiding in tall grass, and they can smell your feels. <laughs> yeah, they they stalk your feels, 
And what's messed up is like these these like emotional panthers. Like they let you know that you're they're there. They're like, yeah, no, no, we're coming for your fields. We're not even going to hide anymore because there's nothing you could do. You can't stop it. We're coming. Because yeah, this game got the Troy watery eye seal of approval within like my first hour of playing. <laughs> Is that the fastest? Mm, probably, maybe, maybe. I don't. I never. I never thought about that. I'm, I'll think about it. I'll let you know. Okay, cool. It might no. be. I feel like Papers Please might have gotten you real quick. Oh no, Papers Please was funny. Oh, okay, I thought yeah. there was a lot of heartfelt things in that one. It, oh, yeah, okay. towards the end, but at first it's just like, uh, yeah, you're just, just stamping, stuff, stamping stuff, papers, yeah. and people, goofy people are Be- coming through. Beyond words. Ooh, okay. It was pretty fast. B- beyond, uh, 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 beyond the the page. Yeah, I think. Was yeah, that, beyond the page. Beyond, something like that. Yeah, yeah. was that the one where the people were actually writing the lost words beyond lost the page? Words. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the game. Yeah. I didn't mean okay. papers, please. I meant lost words. Lost, yeah, yeah, lost words beyond the page. That may be the saddest game I've ever played, <laughs> that, and it's only a couple hours long. So that would probably win the fastest. Like, like I had to walk away from the game because I was like, this is too sad, too quick. I can't handle this. Uh, but this one is super sad. It's not even like intentionally sad. It's very sweet. But she has this cell phone, and if you like read her text messages, you get to put together what her experience in foster care was like and her like coming out of foster care to find like being an adult aging out of foster care you kind of get that story and just through that i was just like oh oh, you've you've had it rough haven't you oh i hope this works out for you and then it's kind of up to you if it works out which is the hardest thing about the all of these games is their choice games their narrative adventures their choose your own adventure you make choices they put you in situations I, I like to sometimes call these games the, oh, I after that one up, the game, because <laughs> I do that so often. I'll choose left or right, and then I'll go down left, and then something happens. I'm like, ooh, I effed that up, and then I got to keep moving. Thomas will remember this. <laughs> they will. <laughs> there's there's no, like, your finger on the previous page, or that, like nope. the previous part there's of the book. No like, I didn't mean that. I, I, I went to this page on accident. I'm sorry. I went to, I want to okay, go back. So you, don't, that, <laughs> you don't save prior to, like, the choice being made. These games are smart now. They auto save. Oh. So like, yeah, they don't even let you save halfway through. Some games do. These ones don't. You just make a choice and you're you're stuck with it. You could maybe replay the whole episode again, but that may be like another 45 minutes to redo one choice. So people do that. Some I just go, "All right. That's my choice." <laughs> <laughs> but they, you said they did a pretty good job of like if I choose a dialogue option, they'll say something that I think they would have said. The consequences may be what I not what it aren't what I intended. But you yes. don't you normally get like yes. a oh I wanted to say this thing and then it sounded really mean and that's I didn't want mean I wanted jokey or something. This, so they have a pretty good they're pretty intuitive. Though. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. remarkable remarkable seeing this genre progress because back in the day, even going back to like the original Dragon Age or a uh, Dragon Age is actually really good about that, uh-huh. but like Mass Effect where you would you would make like. You would mm-hmm. you would make an option. It didn't sound so bad, but then it comes off really gruff and angry, and you're like, right. "Whoa, calm down, what? dude! What? I just <laughs> said pass the salt. Right? You, go, you don't need to get up in arms." I mean, Dragon Age never does it because yeah. it's perfect. I took, right. it I took it back. I took it back. I took it back. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took it back. Uh, and so I've seen these choose your own conversation games progress, and now it really is nuanced that they give you enough options that. When, it, when you're navigating conversations and you choose how you want to respond, it feels like you're almost like co-authoring this tale. It feels like you're the one speaking. It's really great for role play and really helps kind of fill in your uh, connection with the characters. Um, this game's got a supernatural hook, though. Ooh. A lot of these Life, Life is Strange games have some type of supernatural hook. And this one is is the empathy part. You are a psychic 
a psychic empath? Empath. 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 I'm going with it. <laughs> I'm an empath. Um, so <laughs> what that means is you could feel people's emotions. So if I'm like coming up, a, a, if I see a guy who looks a little frustrated, I can talk to him and be like, hey, what's up? And he'll respond like, oh, I don't really want to talk right now. But if I use my, my empathy psychic powers, I can like press in a little bit with my mind and then like a little glow will appear around him. And in this case, it's an like aura. purple, an aura. Mm. And it's like purple and purple represents fear. And then I can kind of listen. I can hear one thought that is like the crux of their fear. And so if I, if I like zero in on this person, he may say something like, oh, Betsy, where, where are you, girl? I can't find you. And then I can talk to him again and be like, oh, who's Betsy? Or like, oh, are you looking for a dog? I saw it in the record store down the street. I saw a little slobbery pug <laughs> milling, about, <laughs> milling about in the folk section. And then he'll be like, oh, my gosh, that's my dog. And then he'll run off to go find his dog. So you use that power to kind of lean in and feel and hear people's thoughts Okay. Um, to solve puzzles through the game, unravel story beats, relate to characters. And it does kind of start touching on some ethical quandaries of like, hey, this person isn't really allowing me to hear their thoughts. Should I do it anyway? And you kind of have to hold on to that feeling of will you, won't you do for, that. For games that are usually very empathetic, they're also extremely manipulative. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, there, I won't say any details, but there was one character who wasn't sure if I liked them or not. And so so I saw they were disturbed and I kind of leaned in to be like, what's wrong? And they, they, they expressed that feeling. And then I had the option to be like, oh, I, I'm going to answer this thought they're having. But in my head, Troy, I was like, no, that's really invasive. If I just come out and I'm like, look, I think this and this of you, which is something they were working through themselves and I kind of do it for them, then that's kind of that's kind of messed up. And this game, this game leans into that. It leans right. into there's oh, certain nice. there's certain parts where it's like there's uh, certain parts where I walk away and I'm like I should not have interfered because the first life is strange was completely oblivious to that and it right. was definitely like a, <laughs> a like you would talk to somebody and you'd be like oh you don't even remember my name I was like oh your name's Jen and she's like no it's Rachel and then you like rewind it and you're like oh no yeah. your name's Rachel and then she's like oh you remember me and I was like you are a monster yeah. person the, the first <laughs> life this, is strange like, yeah. the hook was you could rewind time like 20 seconds and that was yeah. it or you know so yeah you could totally just manipulate your way into friendship this one is doing that a little bit but you are there are consequences it's nice so, yeah. sometimes yeah. for you know the bigger characters yeah so you're so you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the the random person walking down the street, they don't care. But like the the ones you're gonna see again, it may be a little much. You're, you're kind of, you're kind of like Professor X with consequences, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? That's what he needs. Sometimes the subtext of video games is frightening. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the main character. Main characters. Only main characters matter. Only main characters matter. Well, I mean, you know, it's the it's the main characters in your life. So really. It's, you know, you're looking that way. <laughs> so, um, moving back to so, the <laughs> so, um, what, what's great about these games is how they allow you to get really deep with the different characters. They have a, a nice cast that populate this small town, and it's a little open-worldy. It's the first time this game has tried something a little more open-world. You pretty much have this small town, and you can mill about. You can go to the, the bong shop. You can go to the flower shop. You can go to the, the local watering hole, you know, you, to the park, and just kind of roam around talking to people, solving, you know, their problems and whatnot. Th those first three stores are all the same store. <laughs> yep. The watering <laughs> hole, the bong shop, yeah. and the flower shop is all just one store. It's the, sa it's, it's yeah. the same store. It's not even it's a one-stop shot. flower in parentheses? <laughs> yeah. Are all their flowers kind of green and spiky? <laughs> 
have a distinct aroma. <laughs> uh, but it's it's cool. It's a character driven piece. Like if you think about like Mario games, they focus on jumping, and like Halo games, they focus on shooting. Like this game focuses on emotional character development, and um, you, you know what? Sorry, so I don't mean to speak out of turn. I'm sure there's a lot of emotional character depth in Rocket League. I, I'm not saying that 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 it yep. doesn't. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to do make you, a. Do you know the story behind the rocket cars? <laughs> um, should I? Well, I mean, one of the rocket cars just lost their parents. Oh, geez. And, oh, and no. now they have to go ahead and now they have to go ahead and compete in this rocket league because it's That's like their why. last wish. Yeah. Yeah, and with it's... with one of their deceased parents. <laughs> yeah, it's rocket, supernatural too. Rocket mom. So like yeah. the rocket league cars are like Ava units? Yeah, like they wanna they wanna win, but then like are they gonna beat their dead dad who also like this yeah. was his dream? This is actually rocket. the uh, this this is the follow up to the to the cars universe. Right, yeah. Rocket Which League got really season, sad in the end too. Yeah. Rocket League season 4 is essentially The Lion King. So like, <laughs> you know, if you also told me that that Rocket League is where Cars 3 ends and where Rocket League picks up, I I, I would take Cars as Rocket League lore. No, 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 no. Every time a car dies in the movie Cars, they their heaven is Rocket League. Oh my gosh, like, Rocket humans League get is wings heaven. When cars oh. get rockets. Rocket League is heaven for all the cars that we've lost. All cars go to heaven. Yeah. Oh. All cars go to Rocket League. All cars go to heaven. <laughs> this has oh, to be lore legitimately now. sad now. <laughs> Do cars die in cars? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. That's like yes. Part of the main I've plot. Wait. Seen, yes. I've never seen a car. Spoiler movie. alert. What? Car, cars three is all about the grief of one car that what? passed away. Yeah. yeah. That is okay. All right. That's way that's more deep than I would dope. have imagined a car movie. That's, I know. That's awesome. Yeah. Her one made me cry. It, it, Rocket League being the heaven of cars is actually kind of awesome. It's Pixar. It's gonna be sad. Yeah. Yeah. They do Fair. sad. Like right. I, I just, I, I'm just thinking over like Lightning McQueen, like crying over the equivalent of like Uncle Ben. And you, I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened in Cars Three? But then, meanwhile, Uncle Ben's doing sick wheelies up in heaven, <laughs> up in Rocket League. Yeah, <laughs> seriously though, the idea of Paul Newman, who was the, the voice of the character, he passed yeah. away in real life, so they actually made him pass oh, away in the game as well. Like, yeah. Actually, and the third movie is a nice honoring of him. Um, the idea of Paul Newman in in Rocket League Heaven with his race car doing laps and knocking balls into nets makes me so damn happy. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's I what want he would have <laughs> What exactly. he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Life is Strange. Um, <laughs> is that what we were talking about? I thought, I thought, it was just, I thought we were just, you know, tangent. <laughs> so I, I can't talk about a Life is Strange game without mentioning the soundtrack. And this soundtrack kills, especially if you're into like early 2010s indie folk. <laughs> it nails that genre, it nails that timepiece. Every single specific. one of them. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's all good music. Each episode, it, it's like drenched in, in music all over the place. A lot of times, these games, and this one included, will have you just kind of do what I call a sit and think, where either you, you sit down on a dock. Or you like lean up against like a bridge post, or you sit in a, like a record store, and then they just play a full song, and your character just sits and goes like, "Huh, what a day it's been," and they just like talk a little bit, and then you just listen to a song, and without a, a missing a beat, I 
listen to every single song in those moments where they just have you sit and do nothing. So you literally didn't miss a beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Brian. All right. You can come back in now. We almost kicked you out uh, Thank earlier. you. Thank you. Well, yeah. All right. You're allowed one bad pun now going forward. Oh, just <laughs> – okay. oh, man. Yeah. One's not going to work for you me. Gotta, you got to You got to be able to choose one. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's got a lot of hits. I'm going to be putting together a playlist at the end of the year of all like the songs I've heard from 2021 games that I think are pretty dope on Spotify. And this definitely has a couple songs I'll be putting on there. Nice. Uh, according to the internet, their full soundtrack is also on Spotify if you want to listen to all Excellent. of it. Excellent. Um, let me tell you a little, bit, a little bit about the developers, Deck Nine Games. They are not the original makers of Life is Strange. Uh, the original developers, their name is Don't Nod. They're from Paris, I believe, and like back in the day, after they finished the first Life is Strange, Square Enix, the publisher, was like, hell yeah, this is a hit. Make another one of these with these characters. And they're like, oh, sorry, bruv, we're already on the next game. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> and they're like, uh, do you, I don't know, do you like mind if we like use the characters anyway? And they're cool enough to not be like, we're going to do it anyway, but they right. did ask them. And Don't Nod was like, yeah, sure, we're done with them. Yeah, fine. Yeah. It's like, we're, we've moved on to a whole different story. Like, you do what you got to do. And so um, Don't Nod um, was like, sure, have fun. And that's where Deck Nine Games come in. They were huge fans of the series, and they were tasked with developing a prequel to Life is Strange called Before the Storm. It's a good three-episode little prequel, and I loved it because it actually has, like, playable D&D in it, which yeah. I was like, this, what? You, <laughs> we're actually going to sit and play D&D for the next 40 minutes. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, so they proved themselves worthy of the Life is Strange name, and they were given the blessing from Square and Don't Nod to make a game of their own. And that's why we have Life is Strange True Colors and why it's not called Life is Strange 3 because it is a whole different company on their own different track. Cool. Um and it's why the games look aesthetically very different. Yeah, this one looks the best uh, of all the Life is Strange. They have the the animation. Uh, Deck Nine has their own mocap studio within their uh, headquarters, which is also in Colorado, where they place the game. Mm -hmm. And right so, next to the between the flower shop and the bong <laughs> yeah, shop, yeah, right? The game, right. Yeah. Indie game studio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got to get the work done somehow. <laughs> they got to get that inspiration. Uh, so the animations look really good. They're nuanced between uh, the your 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 pals and the, you know the, the so-called villains in the like everyone is just dialing in great performances. It's like a four episode a four episode arc, each one dealing with different themes and problems, and you know from relationships to family to grief to um, finding your place in this world, coming of age. You know, it's it's a really special game. And and I will spoil one thing about a mechanic just to, to tease people to get into that, they have an episode that is fully devoted to a LARP, a live action role play. Nice. And it's, it's tied in with the rest of the story, so it all fits. It's not just out of nowhere. But for one episode, you are straight up LARPing, and they use the entire town with it. They <laughs> change awesome. everything. It's amazing. Um, if there's any downsides, I, more like words of caution, I would say pace yourself. Okay. These are heavy games that deal with, put you in very hard ethical situations. And normally they're doled out once a month at best, like the last two Life is Strange. Like you could play those and like take a break. This is They're giving you all the episodes with this game. So around like the, the, the end of this uh, playthrough, I was just emotionally exhausted. <laughs> and I kind of wish I like took a little break and like recenter myself before like getting back in. So word of caution if you, if you hop into Life is Strange, pace yourself. Um, sandwich rating. If this was a sandwich, 
I would make it like an overstuffed meatball sandwich. And it could be veggie meat, if that's your jam. But like we're talking like double meatball, tomato, mozzarella, maybe some provolone in there, extra sauce. Um, and it's the kind of sandwich that you pick up and you kind of look at and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Mm. It's not messy. It's not like mm. falling over. Mm. It's just so big and packed. You're just like, I have to make a decision, but I'm stuck and I don't know how to do this. <laughs> and whatever decision you make, you're going to get to the end. I'm it doesn't matter. I'm surprised there's no like oregano in there or something. There's some oh, sort of herb. Listen, it's, oh, it's double stuff. Put some oregano <laughs> mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Put some, um, I don't know. I have a question some about sage. the bread. Okay. Yeah. Um, is the bread the kind that is going to soak up the sauce, or like is the sauce going to create it like a, a a like a grand canyon in between the like the the bread slice? Like, is but it going to create like, that? We're talking a multi-grain bread, so there's going to be multiple avenues for okay. Uh, okay. the sauce to kind of be sucked up. Like, mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to be messy. It's going to be clean. Right. It's just going to okay. be. It's weighted. So it's yeah. weighted. weighted. It's got a heft mm. to it. It's heavy. Like it. Um. But in the end, whichever choice you make of how to eat the sandwich, you will eat it. But in the last bite, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to feel that later. Because <laughs> that's how I was with this game. Nice. I felt mm-hmm. I felt it way later yeah. emotionally. Oh, that's great. So, so, but it's a good sandwich, though? Oh, yeah. Eat the sandwich. Eat the eat sandwich. It up. <laughs> eat it up. All oh, right. and it has some pretty good DLC that is just about somebody in a, in a DJ booth mixing and dealing with life. And gets they have a... a, a a, a a functional tinder mechanic oh. in the dlc so i was on like this tinder uh you play as this girl named Steph, and you're dating other women and like i was like swiping left to right and i'm like oh is this what this is this is horrible <laughs> yeah i'm like swiping yeah, everybody right like, i like everybody and, and they're like mostly robots <laughs> and you I get approve. In, I approve. you get into conversations <laughs> with them and you decide how you want to respond and then there's like uh, you know, you may go on like dates off screen and whatnot, but I was like, oh gosh, this is this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought uh, the same thing. <laughs> but cool, cool DLC, and it ties in some of the events of Life is Strange One for nice. those fans up out there who are wondering what happened after that first game. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Troy, for bringing us Life is Strange True Colors. You betcha. And now that'll bring us to our news segments, and uh, this week. I'm going to do a little continuation from a story I told last week, which was about Final Fantasy XIV and how it's been having its issues with wait times and everything. Well, in case you're wondering, it has not improved at all. Still uh, waiting? It's, I'm still just waiting and uh, hoping and, <laughs> and trying wishing. to get in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so even so much so that – so last week I said they gave everybody seven days free game time. That was, you know, hey, hopefully it'll get better. Well, because it didn't, they're actually giving everybody an additional 14 days. So now a total of three weeks free play time for everybody who's already in it. Brian, you should just hold on and get a full year, man. I'm, I'm trying. Get a full I'm year really free. See what, see, make it work. I don't know. I know we I, we talked about this a little bit last week about like the servers and like why don't they just buy more servers? But I actually heard in the interim that they did try to buy more servers, but it's just one of the millions of things that were affected by the quarantine. They're yep. in that place where it's like, I can't get the metal to make the thing that yep. makes the chip that makes the thing that makes the server. So like... Fine, I guess. Yeah, I guess exactly you're doing it. everything you can. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's also so bad that they actually are pulling the game for sale for, oh, from wow. all their partners. Oh, otherwise, you'll just, you're just going to get more people trying yeah, to get more, it. Yeah, longer queues. That's exactly stuff, what yeah. it is. So they're like, all right, take down the game for a little while. 
And we'll put it back up eventually. But when your game sells so well, you have to pull it off the shelf. Yeah, that's right. Not just pull <laughs> off the shelf, that's but you also have to. They're also not doing any new marketing for it as well. They're like, nope, we don't need more people playing this. We're fine because what are we going to market? Handle it. Well, also, where are we going to market a new game that you can't buy? It's, it's going to save them grief <laughs> for people who want who pay full money and then can't get into the game. Well, I yeah. mean, so. except for the grief of people that were like, "What? You, you, I can't play it because I didn't buy it the first week. I was saving my money and being reasonable. Now I can't play the game." I was literally like, oh, I yeah. I think they're going to get grief either back. way. Yeah. Have we, yeah, they'll, they'll get into it. But they have got like we, 250 hours before they get to the end point. So that'll be okay, right? Yeah, but you still have oh, to get in. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> have we looked into the resale value of a Final Fantasy fourteen copy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Um, and that's also not ethical, nor is it legal. Yeah, against terms of service, man. <laughs> TOS, man, you gotta, you gotta, you hit accept. You gotta face the consequences, man. Guys, those are guidelines. <laughs> They're not rules. <laughs> Only if you're cool. <laughs> uh, then the next bit of news I have is Splinter Cell is getting a remake of the original game, the original Splinter Cell. It'll actually be made by the same studio that made Far Cry Six. Ubisoft Toronto and also because it's a remake versus a remaster things can be changed and be fixed kind of like how they did with Final Fantasy 7 remake Fantastic. it's a little bit different they don't have to be doing the exact same thing they can change some things they can fix some things uh, so we'll see how the development goes they're still in the very early stages of it but uh, I'm kind of excited because he's been out of the spotlight I think the last game that he had was uh, from 2013 if I remember correctly I think that was like Splinter Cell Blacklight if I remember correctly I probably don't I'm, I'm terrible with names. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But you know what I'm not terrible with? Assassin's Creed. And yeah. Assassin's Creed got a whole bunch of news this week. I can't believe what they're doing. What they're doing. They're doing a crossover mission with Valhalla and Odyssey. Two different games they're going to do crossover <sighs> missions with, and they're completely free. At first, I thought this meant that like get play this special story on the latest Assassin's Creed Valhalla game. And you'll get this special cameo from the Odyssey character. And then I was like, no, 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 no. You get half of the story if you play it on 2020's Valhalla and the other half on 2016's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, a not, game that I have long deleted from my, yeah, from I'm my not, PlayStation. I'm not going to play a whole game for, for a, a patch, but I will watch you when you play Yeah, yours. you know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I played every ounce of DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So the, and the fact that I have... That there's more? <laughs> Do you know how much I played of that game? <laughs> I felt like I was done. That's my bad. <laughs> Forever thinking that that game would be done. You, you played so much <sighs> of it. You played all of it, including just the walking around historical part of it. Yep. Sure did. <laughs> just because it was a part of it. Yep. And now I'm going back. I'm downloading two hours of this game to play like a 20-minute <laughs> like little story mission. Because you so need I it. get the whole mission. You should stream it so that the listeners who also don't want to download Odyssey can still experience <laughs> <Yep>. this <laughs> with us. But it's going to be so worth it because yeah. Yeah. like Cassandra is one of the best Assassin's Creed characters, Like, period. It's like her and Ezio to me yeah. are like uh, the best. And I and, really like Eivor, but Ezio is pretty oh, good. Eivor is, is up there for me too. But Eivor's not done yet. That's but true. like for That's Cassandra true. and Ezio, like they are legacy. And Cassandra is, you know, spoiler alert, they're crossing over because... Cassandra achieved immortality by the end of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Whoa. So it's a great way to like bring her into these different games. Yeah, man. If you're going to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you will find out. And they also <laughs> yeah. announced the, the new DLC, which is like a, supposed to be, I think it's 40 hours and it's like 
Yeah. Oh, it, is yeah, it Ragnarok or it's something? A, yeah, it's going to be, it's called Dawn of Ragnarok. And that's specifically for Valhalla. And uh, that comes out in March. And yes, yeah, dealing with uh, the, the whole Asgard aspect of it. The uh, end of so, the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the whole I don't have to play world. as Odin. I hate that guy. I don't yeah. like him either. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all just wish he could go into his like forever sleep again? Yeah, you know? just sleep. Just yeah. go I'd, away. I'd rather they play as Eivor <laughs> than Odin. Uh, but yeah, so, so and then the crossover missions actually came out this week. So if you have it, play it this week. It's out. You might as well play it. That's why Troy is doing. He's yeah. already playing it right now. I don't even know why I'm, 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 I'm just talking Shh, to Brian. Shh, busy. <laughs> It's a good thing that one game takes forever to download. <laughs> uh, and then uh, another bit of news: PlayStation Five. I also, you know, we also talked about how they finally got the patents for having the the side covers. Yeah. Where yep. we were hoping something would come out of it. Well, of course, something came out of it because it's Sony and they saw money. Uh. So, so they're finally coming out with different colors that you can put onto your PS Five if you if you're lucky enough to have one, uh, called the Galaxy Collection. And so it's a collection of different colors for the sides, and the same colors they also are having for controllers as well. So the, and I think they can they're going to be selling them in bundles as well. Those types of things. I, I think they're, they're officially called console cases or console covers. Yeah, something like that. I believe so. Yeah, the red one is my favorite so far. I don't remember what they call it because it's one of those like rich people crayon box color. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, Nebula red or something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But the red one has been my favorite so far. So I, if I have to get any one of them, it's probably going to be the red. Yeah. I, none of them really, like, wowed me, wowed me. Because um, I was looking at them. I was like, eh. I mean, they're cool colors. They're definitely interesting-looking uh, shades of colors. But none of them, like, like shouted out at me, like, you must have this one. <laughs> well, that blue one. I, the controllers are why I'm really yeah. Yeah, I'm more at. I'm more mm-hmm. on board with the controllers than I am the console colors. Although it, they did they did come out with black. So if you bought a PS5 Correct. and you were like, oh my god, having a white console is the bane of my existence, they did hear you and they're like, well, here's the black covers, so you can kind of fade into the recesses of the darkness of your cabinet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, like you on the couch, just fade the, into whoa. the recesses of it. <laughs> yeah, the the black one. I mean, it's black. I mean. It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the last bit of news is Nintendo had a Nintendo Indies little uh, section, right? Yeah, it was cool. I'm just going to talk about a couple games I saw that I think uh, we would really enjoy. There's a point-and-click adventure they announced called Locomotive, which is a point-and-click murder mystery. It takes place on a train. It's just basically murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. The 16-bit game. But you play as three different types of detectives, like like a policeman, like a... Um, um, a rookie detective and like a spy lady. Oh. And they're also suspects of each other. So you're playing these three people trying to figure out the puzzle, but also trying to figure out the suspect, but you could be the murderer for all you know. I Sounds really interesting. Is the is the DLC Perot? <laughs> it's something close to that. You got a little man a little, with a trench coat and he's got he like have a, a really long mustache. <laughs> yeah. He's actually called Atlas instead of oh. Hercule. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was another game called Dungeon Munchies, which is about you like doing like a dungeon crawler, except um, you what you fight, you can like take their parts as food and then go back to your base and cook them oh. to get like Ooh. make like actual dishes Ooh. to get buffs and stuff to go back into the dungeon, uh, which just sounds like a perfect game if you're if you live next to a bong shop. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, Just... is the dungeon inside of Bongs R Us? <laughs> oh, wait, we, we got a theme this week. <laughs> I got those dungeon munchies, you know. Uh, and then their kind of final, their big thing they showed was uh, the announcement of River City Girls Two, which is a really, really uh, popular beat 'em up game from a few years ago that has a really big cult following. Um, and just beyond it's a great cult, game. yeah, and it's a great game. You all played that, yeah. yes, we did. So they're coming out with a sequel to that, which looks pretty awesome. With stuff to do I mean, with the it's a beat 'em up. It's especially with what they're already working off of. It'll be very difficult to mess it up. Good, you know, even that's if it's hear. just more of the same, that's great. Yeah. It's more of the same. I'm cool with that. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, they announced like about ten or fifteen other games. Go and check it out. But those were kind of the three highlights that I was like, mm, keep keep my eye on those because I'm interested. Agreed, agreed. All right, well that will do it for our news. And now let's go on to our little tasty topic. And our tasty topic this week is the Game Awards. Ba, 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 ba. That's right. And uh, yeah, we actually all got together in person, except for Hassel. <laughs> wow, way to rub it in, Brian. <laughs> but hey, Hassel, he was, yeah, he was on me. Discord, though. That's true. He was on Discord. Way to so, throw me under the bus, man. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you would have been there if you were down here, all right? Or if we were up there. We definitely would have been together. <laughs> That's very true, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, we all watched it together. We got some pizzas. Got some, got some food and sat down and ate it and watched it. And the Game Awards was the Game Awards. <laughs> like, there was. It was a delightful experience. It was. It I, was. Uh, yeah, the, you know, it's, as you mentioned, it's mostly about trying to see new um, trailers for new content coming out, you know, in the next year or so, but also honoring the games from this year. So it's always a little awkward because it's one hand reflecting on the year, and on the other hand, looking at next year. So it, doesn't feel like it's doing either it's trying to do both so yeah. it's always a little awkward but still it's a fun time to kind of celebrate video games uh did you all have any any highlights so all of my highlights are world premieres and not awards but uh Fair. I, I thought yeah. i thought thirsty suitors was was a highlight that was, was great. that like just insane Oh, with the indian mom right yeah ah. and it's just like that i don't i have no idea what the game's about but i'm a thousand percent on board with the 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 jazzy style that it's got oh absolutely. it looks insane it looks insane like this action-packed <laughs> adventure and i'd see with the name thirsty suitors it seems like a dating sim but you're also fighting so you're and like, it's like a little scott pilgrim i think we mentioned yeah. you're like fighting your exes yeah. or something like that i don't know be, being a person who has an Indian mom, when I saw her pop up on on uh, on screen cooking, I was like, oh, "That's my mama!" Yeah, <laughs> I want this. Uh, one of my highlights actually was that first thirty minutes that the the presenter I, I don't remember her name Sydney Goodman. Sydney, Sydney Goodman, yeah, she was great. Nailed I actually really enjo- I enjoyed her energy that she brought. I enjoyed even when she flubbed up, she was, was still fun. owning it, and she was still just going on with it because yeah, I mean, it's that's, live. Yeah, it's live, and and she didn't like let it get to her. It actually was a very refreshing way of hosting it that I yeah. that I enjoyed and I love the shoulder we, pads man and I used to watch <laughs> brilliant shoulder pads, shoulder pads bring pads, them man. back bring them back uh, man and I used to watch her she used to do the daily fix on IGN and to like get our news and it's oh, always okay. just like a quick to the point keep it pleasant and keep it simple she said her catchphrase she was like roll the thing roll and we the were thing. like ah, we she that. said that thing <laughs> uh, but yeah no I thought she was delightful I, I actually really enjoyed the first 30 minutes and when she went away I was like oh come, come back come back for, for one of <laughs> thing just one more thing <laughs> um i think my my biggest thing from the game eh, oh man i'm gonna be a bummer um i just felt really <laughs> awkward watching it a little bit okay How so? i i don't know i i think it's just it it is a little a little, tiny little bit of cringe 
uh, especially with the whole like Activision Blizzard thing happening and like you know everything with like Jeff Keighley. Yeah, I remember him. He came out like really early on because actually a few days before Game Awards came out, a news article, I think Kotaku asked him about it. And they were like, so are you going to address all of the horrible allegations that are happening in Activision Blizzard? And he at that point was like, hey, like, no, we're not going to like take sides or bring it up. Like, we're just going we're just here for the for the awards for the games. And he got a lot of flack by people being like, hey, not saying something is saying something. Yeah. So when we got to the awards, he did do a like a like right up front as soon as he came on on stage. He had a, a a speech about like reducing all types of negativity, bullying, uh, harassment mm-hmm. of all kinds. He didn't point out uh, Activision Blizzard by name, but uh, talking about harassment across the board from Twitch to e- even like I think he even yelled like and game companies because yeah. I don't think legally he's allowed to say Activision Blizzard, right. correct? Yeah. But like everyone was like, we know what you're talking but about. But also, just singling them out isn't enough. It's not like it's just oh yeah, Blizzard right. so like, is there. So right, yeah. uh, even, even uh, uh, Bungie's there. Right, like. and that's the problem though is that like even if he had said this one company, it is just singling out one. Like they're the only problem. And it's like no, the whole industry. So I was actually kind of yeah. to I, a degree. I'm glad he said something because I was a little in the same boat that Sal was in. Where I was like, I understand why you kind of can't, but like. It's kind of important, dude, to, to point out. We know that there's stuff we got to fix in this community, and if if this is the biggest night for games, I yeah. I do think that everyone can be doing more. Like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, oh, they yeah. made like a forum for anti-bullying, and I'm not I'm not down on the fact that they did something, and it was like that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, if anything's gonna change, everybody is gonna have to do more. And just saying like we don't like bad people who do bad things is like, well, that's great. Mm-hmm. But what are you yeah, actually right. gonna do? Yeah, I'm with I'm with I'm exactly with Man on this one. I think yes, say something that's nice, but then all right, after the awards, what what are we actually doing? They did put a link to something, it was more of a generic I, like, I think it was like a hotline hotline. And but like hey, let's see the game awards anti harassment fund or something. Yeah, like, yeah. What are you gonna do for the people who right. you know felt unsafe at work or right. like or yeah because yeah. it's yeah. hard to celebrate these companies when we know that they are not doing things that are the greatest it's almost it's it's doing more harm to do so in some cases right. yeah, i um absolutely. aside from that this is my second year watching the game awards like full on through like not necessarily reading about it the next day um and it there's just something about those those times where like there's dead space or dead silence on it that I'm like, <laughs> please someone talk, please anyway, someone say talk. something. You, what what gets me kind of like what's going on is for the people that are actually at the game awards watching the trailers. We're at home, we're watching trailers right. on the TV. It's all good, but the idea of being in the actual um, audience audience and then just watching like a half hour straight of trailers where nobody's on screen, where I'm just like, I could have done this at home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the presenters even said that, and he was a presenter. Yeah. I was like, why aren't I Shang-Chi, at home? right? Yeah. Simi Lee? Simi yeah, Liu? Y- yeah, Simi Liu. He came on with a bit that was totally just like, I could be playing Halo right now, but I'm here. I could be ranking up, but I'm I'm here. I'm looking at my phone, watching other people play this game that I wish I was playing, but I'm here. 
yeah, it was, that I am presenting. And that was one of those things that started out a little cringy because you're like, all right, I don't think this is a landing. And then, like, as it got to the end, he brought it around. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. All right. All this right, this right, landed. All right, right. I'm glad that this wasn't just an awkward, like, out in the either thing. This committed is, to the this, bit. Yeah. This, this committed yeah. to the bit. And by you committing to it, it actually worked. <laughs> See, that um, landed by the end of it. But I'm not sure the Jim Carrey bit before things landed for me. I don't know about you guys. Uh, like, that was one of the ones that was, was cringy for me because I was like, I don't understand. It, it was cringy in the way that like Jim Carrey's just that. I don't know. It was very Jim Carrey to me. So he gets a pass. Like it wasn't cringy because I'm just like, that's just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey on it, a screen. It was also a pre-recorded thing. So it's not like you were seeing like he wasn't like yeah. there in person and you didn't have like he's doing it to a camera Mm -hmm. one company that did get it though was Bethesda and then being like we don't have anything to show so there's just going to be us talking about a game that we're kind of making while giving away thousands of free games oh god yeah play one of the things we've already done and they made like a very like on the nose a Skyrim joke he's like because we can't we can't release Skyrim to anything else we're totally going to release more Skyrim (laughs) (laughs) the the amount of codes that was flashing on that screen just scrolling up nonstop. it was just one of those like oh my god God, that literally is thousands of codes. It's probably just all Skyrim. Like it's, 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 it's probably just all Skyrim. People are trying to like redeem them, and it's like you already own this. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Everybody owns this. <laughs> um, some cool awards that surprised me. Um, uh, Maggie Robertson um, winning best performance. Oh yeah, she's the the mm. tall lady from Resident Evil. She did the voice. I haven't played that game, but I hear she's absolutely brilliant in that. And I actually love the fact that she beat out Giancarlo Esposito, yes. who is like this this beacon of acting in the in the community. And then she comes just out that just community, like, just What's in up? acting, just just in acting. acting. Yeah, and he was there. He was there. I had to see that man go. Oh, I didn't win this. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'll show up to this. I want to be on stage. I'm Giancarlo Esposito. Why am I still sitting in the audience? I'm Giancarlo Esposito. And I'm like, yo, don't underestimate Resident Evil. You know, they they bring some high quality stuff. Don't underestimate the tall lady. Don't don't. <laughs> She'll come for you. And I loved how she was that tall she in was real life. Tall. Like that was amazing. <laughs> um uh Life is Strange, True Colors, we talked about it earlier on yes, the podcast now. Uh it won for best uh game for impact. Yep. And I, I definitely agree with that. It like I said, it had me all in the feels. I am still shook by the ending of that game, uh in a in a way that I feel I, I feel betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how could you how could oh you do God. this to me I thought we were friends I'm so sorry I can't talk about it on the podcast but I will let you all know after this <laughs> what happened to me we'll hear your true colors or your true feelings yeah you're seeing you're seeing just a red aura of anger yeah. above me right now uh, Forza Horizon 5 took home two awards um, Joe for audio design and innovation and accessibility which is a huge one they, they mm-hmm. showed a, a video of someone actually signing yeah. In in that game. Yep. Has that ever been done in a video game before? I don't Not know. Not to that extent. I, I don't believe I so. Not to that extent, yeah. Yeah. I, there, there has to have been somebody but yeah. for, for such a big game to make sure that was something that was included. That's, That's incredible. Awesome. That's pretty incredible. Pretty I, I still love... agree. I should have won more awards, Joe, but... That's okay. It's I'm, all right. You like, know, I'm with you on that. I, I was happy. I was happy. I love this cool. huge, like, push that games and, and, like, ultimately just media has had recently for, like, accessibility options for everybody, which I think is absolutely amazing. Like, not going very far. Like, you know, like, Hawkeye, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first couple of episodes, there is a character who signs all of her lines. Yep. Yeah. 
Also, it's Hawkeye, so good. spoiler alert, she's been an awesome character in comics for like 14 years. Yeah. Right. So like, read a comic. She's she's great. And and the actress is, is also deaf. Yep. Yeah, she is. On another exciting note, uh, I, I actually didn't intend to do this, but I mentioned spiders earlier in this podcast. <sighs> oh, and we got some spiders news at the Game Awards. Uh, they, they announced the mm. next game they'll be making, which is called Steel Rising. And it is insane looking. You're like this like neo-future Victorian porcelain doll assassin that yes. like, fights clockwork yes. dogs in like a future France. It looks so cool. Uh, uh, Amanda has been preaching the good word of spiders for many years. I've watched from afar. I've been a casual, I've been a casual, uh, uh, watcher, whatever, viewer, voyeur, voyeur. <laughs> <laughs> to her playing these B games, as you mentioned, Bound by Flame, Necro, uh, Technomancer. And then I finally played Greedfall this year. And it's one of my favorite games I've played this year. It's so good. It has made me a spiders fan. Like once that they popped up on the screen, like I was okay with the game. Yeah. When I saw it was being made from spiders, I was like, Yeah, yeah both this of is, you guys are like, Oh wait, that was spiders? <laughs> oh no, okay. Before Sign Especially up. Especially because the name Steel Rising is such a generic name. <laughs> that's their thing. I know. It's just one of those like that's so generic. Oh the, man. But the they, game does not look but, generic yeah. though. Like no, it, looks it doesn't very different than anything they I've They have seen. like B movie titles, but then the games are nothing are so out there that and, it's And to be to be very respectful of this studio is I'm using the term B studio, but what I really mean is that they are making games that in my mind are akin to like some AAA studios but there's only I think like 30 people working there yeah. so no it, if you if you jump in it's not going to be the next Mass Effect but to be honest what they're doing with the people that they have is amazing, amazing. agreed Agreed. Uh, uh, one of the cool things also I thought was them was Xbox finally catching up to what I've been calling uh, Xbox Game Pass for PC. I've been calling it PC Game Pass since I think I very first got it. You could probably go back to our, I don't know, the first 10 episodes. I've been yeah. calling it PC Game Pass this entire time. They finally caught up to me and they changed <laughs> the name to PC Game Pass. Brian, I think they owe you money. They do. Yeah. I mean, everybody oh. listens to this. Listen. Even so, if you get point zero 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 one percent of whatever they made for one day, you'd be fine. Oh, I'd be fine. You'd be fine. You'd be set for life. <laughs> this 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 podcast would have so much advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was right. I was right. All right, um, I got a little bit of salt to throw before we we move on. Hang and on, it's, it's going to be. A, I have one more positive oh. from it before yeah, we start throwing okay. salt because I will throw some salt with you. Okay. We're getting another Star Wars narrative game. We are. I can't believe it. Yeah, Star Wars drum simulator. <laughs> Star Wars there drum simulator. So many drums. <laughs> I, you know, I've been really waiting on that Star Wars Blue Man Group crossover. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm so happy it's finally happening. Star Wars yeah. Drum Master. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I heard the drums from the Donkey Kong uh, Wii game. You can definitely yeah, yeah, use yeah. for this game Kong too. Peripherals, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that when he saw that trailer, it was going to be like an RPG, like a KOTOR-type uh, game, or even mm -hmm. a, the sequel to Fallen Order, yep. which, which yeah. we liked. But then when it busted out at the very end, being made by Quantic Dreams, which is the makers of Detroit and Heavy Rain, yeah. uh, these like really tough choice uh, narrative, choice-driven adventures that have no... like You're not playing a character like walking them through a street all the time. It's just like movies. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. movies that you get to interact with. The idea of getting that in a game and having like a, that kind of high quality cinematic universe with Star Wars sounds really fun. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right. So let's get to this salt. 
Oh, what, what, what do you got for the salts? Deathloop done robbed some of these categories. Yeah, Deathloop was fine, but it wasn't like best art direction. And I just no. don't, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Up against Psychonauts. Psychonauts. And like the, 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 the uh, uh, art escape. And I think Kenna was in there too. I, like, I, I feel like Deathloop was the Marissa Tomei of this year. <laughs> all right. Where I think everything else just split the vote so much. That the people who voted for Mercedes, I mean, I'm sorry, Deathloop, uh, just made it win all of its categories. And we, we do want to point out, though, podcast was we like Deathloop. Oh yeah, oh, we think that game's amazing. We think the narrate the narrative's amazing. Definitely should have won award or two. Gorgeous, yeah. and the idea is cool. Everything about the mechanic is neat. It just was difficult as a as an as a person who thinks art is subjective. It was difficult to see that win against some of the other pieces of art there that I just. I myself loved. It yeah. left a bad taste in my mouth because when they first announced Deathloop, they did it by over-advertising yeah. it. Yeah. And then the game came out and the game was like, it was okay. I mean, it was a good game. Like, good you game. enjoyed the game. It and is then a good game. And then it comes to the game awards and then it wins more awards. It, it's like the whole industry is like, you really love this, don't you? And I was like, no, not really. And then I'm like, no, you should really <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah. So I, I didn't feel like great. Before when they- this game came out, I have a ba- I had a bad taste in my mouth because of the advertising. Then I played it. And honestly, it's in contention to be one of my top 10 favorite games of the year. Not towards the top, but maybe towards, you know, it's yeah. still, it could be there. And I was like, good, I have a great taste. And now the the back end is I have like this 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 aftertaste, which is like bitter <laughs> and not good. I'm like, just let me like your game. <laughs> like, stop messing this up for me. I'm trying to like you, Deathloop. I really am. But no, not you should not win Art Direction. It's a stylish game. If it was maybe best style, or sure. But I I just can't understand that winning over the other other um, entries in there. But we did have some good news for Game of the Year, though. Amazing news that we yeah. were all hoping for. And I'm pretty sure this, the journalists who voted for this were also <laughs> oh hoping gosh. for. We were on the edge of our seats because Deathloop was winning categories it shouldn't have. And there's a lot of other games in there. Resident Evil, Psychonauts was also up there. Yep. Uh, some of the games. <laughs> some of the really other good, games. really oh, awesome games. Amazing games, games yes. Amazing games, I, I swear. Uh, and, but we were like, Deathloop's going to win because it's a AAA game and then whatever. And, you know, Joe and Brian wanted It Takes Two. Man and I wanted Psychonauts. And we're just like, it's not going to happen. It's fine. And then they said the words, y'all. They, they said the three words we all wanted. Or I'm sorry. Joe and I definitely wanted to hear. But everybody else also I was, wanted you know, to hear. I wanted to hear you, too. You know, I was a tiebreaker. <laughs> that's that's right, I was that's like, right. it takes two, baby. Let's do it. Yeah. Those were the three words we heard was, it takes two. And we genuinely shouted yeah. it was like, out of our seats it was like a super bowl it was like <laughs> it really was the team we wanted like to win overtime yeah. and we were like, got the yeah. final field goal uh, our our good good friend one of the the directors he, he joseph cursed, he said some weird yeah, said some weird stuff. It was perfect. You it just was... pulled the Joseph Forrest. Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. And, and that's exactly what I think everybody there wanted. Yeah. yeah. It was like he dropped yeah, was... two F-bombs referencing the previous F-bombs he dropped. Yes, he did. <laughs> like, 45 show. seconds of him talking. <laughs> Joseph Forrest, former Dragon of the Week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Former Showed up in a t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> yeah. Just, so just brilliant. Talked about his kids and how like oh they're fun everyone should have everyone should have some yeah (laughs) if you don't have some go get some yeah Yeah. lots of fun Uh, just just fantastic I I couldn't think of a of a more like genuine heartwarming way to end that evening than to have that game win which is and uh, you know not a big AAA game it's just 
yeah. It's an indie, and they, and they genuinely deserved it. It was a really wonderful game. and mm-hmm. uh, Innovative. Just, oh, oh Imagine the so, fun yeah. of that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brought people together, brought us together. We had a whole weekend event planned we around did. that game. Oh, yeah. 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 We did. The six of us. Yeah. Which is what pushed it over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> it takes six. Surprisingly, it didn't split any one of us apart. No, it did. It's no. true. Yeah, that's true. Which is, you know, a feat on its own. Um, <laughs> I have a question for y'all. Um, if you had it? to take, uh-huh. if you had to take all of those games that we were previewed to during the Game Awards, um, because they have this, I don't want to call it dumb, but I mean, most anticipated game is a pretty dumb award. <laughs> oh yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, yeah. What is your most anticipated game? Uh, Horizon. The Forbidden West. Same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I, I want to see Aloy shooting down robot dinosaurs. Just more of the yes, same please. is what I want. I'm but underwater. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mean that was actually in the category or what I Just actually whatever. want? No, no, no. What you actually oh, obviously want. Obviously the next Dragon Age game. <laughs> but, but realistically, <laughs> since that probably won't be coming out for a few years, then yeah, that, probably the, the Horizons. Oh, nice. Nice. Love it. Joe I'm having enough. an existential crisis as usual. <laughs> Joe shifting eyes back I'm and just forth. Like, I only, I can't, I, I can't. Okay, so if that Mario Rabbids game is not coming out Ooh. next year, that's that's not it. But it, like, I'm really excited about Elden Ring, but but that's probably not it. It's probably just Pokemon Arceus. Oh yeah, and I, yeah. I, I think that's the thing because I'm really excited about you guys playing Horizon, so that I can watch you guys play it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's Pokemon Arceus. I think because yeah. it's so, it's stylistically just, I love that. And yeah. if Breath of the Wild's not coming out next year or Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, it definitely isn't. It's no. not coming out next <laughs> year. But if that was coming out next year, that would probably be it. I, I, I'm ha- I, as always, I'm having an existential crisis. I'm, I'm excited to see the first Fable trailer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, before they redo it. Right. <laughs> In like yeah. seven yeah. years. Yeah. Beginning. yeah now what's great. your most anticipated trailer of 2022? Oh. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> New award for Game Awards. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But what about you, Hassel? What's your most anticipated? Mine has to be uh, the Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, Is it supposed to come out next year? It's supposed to come out this year. They just haven't set out a release date for it. Um, Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, I, I think just, they also just came with new with new details where I think it's going to be actual multiplayer as well yeah. in that Ooh. game. It's a battle royale. Uh, <laughs> you know what? If it's if the ending of that game is Battle of Hogwarts, it could be. It's the next season of Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just thinking Fortnite, but it's just everybody on brooms and like Yeah, what? that's not far off from where Fortnite is right now. Right. No, right. no, it's it's just Quidditch with guns. <laughs> All right. The release date is officially 2022. All right. All right. Like, no month, no quarter, so that's no. that's usually we'll call very that, flexible. Yeah. yeah. We'll call that a soft 22. Yeah. A soft 22. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Game Awards was was pretty good. I had a delightful time. The music was also pretty good. I think like oh, Sting, God, yeah. Sting showed up, which was <laughs> like what? Sting? Hey man. But it's funny because they're playing games or they're they're playing music from a TV show based on a video game. I was more into Arcane being referenced in this Game Awards than anything else. I cheered so loud for League of Legends. For, and I don't even care about that game. Yeah. Now, now that that's happening more often, I would, I would, I would be interested in a video game award that's like best, you know, video game adapted to a oh, television wow. show, or even just other medium. Oh, yeah, other just media? video game adaptation. There's probably enough. Like yeah. TV series and mm, movies. Yeah. They're, they're, this, they're more yeah. successful now than or even yeah. books, yeah. comic books, all those sure. sorts yeah. of things. Yeah, I like sure, that. Sure, sure. I like that. You know, that is a great. Because Jeff Keeley's listening to this. <laughs> Jeff Absolutely, Keighley, you need to put that in there. Hey, Jeffy boy. 
Hey, Jiffy Boy. <laughs> Put that in there. Jeff, best adaptation. No, no. Stop Stop talking to Imagine Dragons for a sec. Listen to us. Okay. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it's funny you bring up Imagine Dragons. So uh, as, just before the Game Awards had started, we they had stated that Imagine Dragons would be doing. Yeah. And we all had the conversation about how, like, we don't know why, but everybody dislikes them, says they dislike them, but don't have a problem really with their music because the music's really not that bad. And then when they came on and they were singing their song, here seeing Twitter and then seeing all of our friends outside of the podcast <laughs> saying exactly what we were saying before him, yeah. like, why does everyone dislike these guys? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, think I, I, I thought about it okay. over this past okay. week. And right. Hassel, as I, I think you are a uh, publicly noted um, Imagine Dragons fan or non fan. Right. I, I, I will end this call right now. We already got most of the podcast. You are <laughs> established anti-Imagine Dragons. Uh, okay, right, yes. uh, I'm going to ask you uh, if this is why. Now, Radioactive is an overplayed song. Yes. Like, yes. It's just played a lot. We heard it a bunch. So is it that every time you hear an Imagine Dragons song, it kind of reminds you of Radioactive? So you're instantly like, ugh, I heard this a thousand times and I'm over it. Therefore, I'd like, I don't like anything they do. No, it's the fact that every song is in the same range as Radioactive. Yes. So okay, like so it, it reminds all, you of Radioactive. No, all the songs sound the same. So like okay. technically yeah, but like they All right, at Do least to me. Let me let me yeah, let me good. let me go ahead and say like myself, <laughs> like herself. Yes. To me all of them sound the same. And it might be yeah, that to some other people like it, it, they sound different, like, you uh-huh. know, just as an example, like Genevieve will bring three candles up to me and she's like, hey, you smell these. And I'm like, they all smell the same. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, candle. yeah. And she's like, one of them is eucalyptus. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> it smells the same. That's now, a th- very strong smell. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. To me, like all Imagine's Dragon song are the same. It, it, their yeah, album could a- be just one continuous like, I can't say yeah. that I've listened to a full album, so I don't even have any right to really get into it. But they do have that Follow Me song that's out this year, and it's it's catchy as hell. I don't feel like it sounds yeah. like those other songs. We, it's melodic. I think we were all collectively more excited for Darren Corb and Ashley uh, Barrett yes. than yes. we were oh, for yes. Magic Dragons, yes. but I, I thought they were fine. They're, the the thing like, is, is that he has a very unique sound. His voice is very unique, for me mm-hmm. at least, uh, from a lot of other bands that are out there. So when you hear his voice, it's like, well, this is an Imagine Dragons song. Like, right. it's obviously a Dragon Dragons Yeah, song. but, like, you watch Arcane, <laughs> and you see their song, and it's perfect. It's, I would not replace it with yeah. anything, oh, that scene of them. Oh. In context with oh. Arcane magic. I, okay, so I, I just ha, put two and magic. two together. Guys, I processed it. Yeah. The reason why I don't like Imagine Dragons is because they sound like the kind of band that my mom got into when I was into, like, really hardcore metal to see, like, huh, huh? Look, I listen to the same stuff that you listen to, and I'm like, I'm, li- I'm listening to the metal too. Yeah. And so Imagine Dragons is like the sellout metal band. Like they're the, they're the ones that want to be lame, more pop, like the lame, the lame one that nobody wants. They're or? they're they're the kind of band that your dad listens to when he's mowing the lawn. If that makes any I sense, I don't even. Ha- so I have no. I have no correlation so with weird. that. I can't. That's, that's, I have problems so with specific. so many of these things. That's so specific, Estelle. But you're not wrong. You're, I can't. I can't find fault with it's, that. It's with dad that metal. It's, I, funny I, enough, I, I was gonna. It's so wrong for me. My dad only listened to records of Italian opera and like old symphonies. So now I'm thinking like, if my dad was listening to. 
But Magic yeah, Dragons. Dragons. Your dad is yeah. very specific, Joe. Right, that's that. why I said I didn't. I can't. I have yeah. literally no correlation for how I can think about that. But that is a phrase, and I appreciate you. Now, <laughs> now should be the that time to tell phrase. the listeners that we actually have Imagine Dragons to play us out during this show. And come on on. Come on on. The dragons and stuff. This hub dragons game and podcast. No, I would never replace Rhythm Bastard. Oh, Dragon. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> uh, I really like a Rhythm Bastard song. I would definitely have the, the Action Dragons to our theme song. Oh, have them well, do well, it. Okay, do oh, an interpretation yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. To, to to cover our theme song yeah. by Rhythm Bastard. Yes, yes. that would yeah, be yeah, fun. That's right. That's yeah. right. But, yeah, I, I will I will co-sign that. Yes. <laughs> yep. If you if you're we a, allow you. If I'm you're an dragons. agent of Imagine Dragons and you would like to cover our theme song, please reach out to Hassel MV at witcher.tech. <laughs> we have some synergy here, like some, you know, dragons and dragons, and then right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. We do. Boom! Have Imagine taste of dragons. Imagine podcast. the taste of dragons. Imagine Boom. how dragons taste. Oh, no, <laughs> um, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah, dragon meatball sandwich. Yeah. Man, that went way off the rails, huh? I mean, that's our podcast. That. That's. Just, <laughs> I was curious about the Imagine Dragons thing. Anyway, right. That was the Game Awards. That was the Game Awards, everyone. Had a good time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. It was pretty good. It was pretty mm-hmm. good. It was a good time. We got together. It was nice. We enjoyed it. Uh, so, unfortunately, though, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Oh, man, that's amazing. But... You can always find us online. Looking for more Taste of Dragons content? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, or Twitch for more discussions, more video games, and most of all, more sandwiches. We are at Taste of Dragons everywhere, and we'd love to hear from you. We absolutely would. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste of, of Dragons. dragons. Hey, friends, you're still on board. Make sure to check out Still Loading Podcast as I get a, I have a little guest feature on there. Ooh. It's out right now, too. It is. It was out the same, same day we're out. Same day. I talked yeah. all about Assassin's Creed 1. Ooh. Ooh. That's, That's what I was going to ask him. Can we give it a taste? Is it Assassin's Creed 1? Yes. Sure can. Ooh. Desmond and... Just Al- Desmond. Altair. Oh, Altair. Yeah, Altair. 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 Yes. Nice. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, uh, imagine yeah. dragons. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to live that down. <laughs> 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 I'm not even a big fan. I'm just like, they're fine. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day.